Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of PackCast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your uh, host, Tom Grassi, and no, I am not homeless. This is, uh, this is Papa Grassi's house. Internet is still down. Internet will be down until Saturday. So until then, I'm on the original table, which I recorded PackCast on, and got Pete Rose in the back. So this is great. But while that's all well and good, we brought back a legend on the podcast. We brought him for the first time this summer. And oh boy, did that episode get rave reviews. And so thankfully I had enough money in my Venmo account to bring him back again. The one, the only, Adam Rank back on podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you. First of all, don't say that because people are going to think I am taking Venmo to do this. And that's... <laughs> Listen, that's not I just good. gave you a new revenue stream. I, yeah, like I'm not even on Cameo because that still seems like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's like the the scene in Boogie Nights, the the sister Christian scene of like, this is how far my career has fallen. Yes. That I'm now trying to sell baking powder to this guy with a cabin boy who's lighting off firecrackers. I don't want it to, I don't want it to seem like that. So oh, I got this you. is, this is my pleasure to come on. And by the way, I did note the first time uh, when I was here that as comics, neither one of us were wearing a hoodie and I felt it was odd. And so we both went overboard today. <laughs> we both made sure we were wearing hoodies. Yes. So I appreciate that kind of symmetry. Also, did your dad purchase that Pete Rose photo as like an investment piece? Like, hey, Tom, this is going to be, this, this is your college tuition, baby. This is it, baby. You'll buy a house. It's with called this a photo. nest egg. <laughs> yeah. Buy a uh, house. He actually bought that because I was with him. I think I was like eight years old uh, on a carnival cruise. <laughs> they, they were doing like some auction house thing and there was a Pete Rose thing. And he was just like, I guess I have to have that. And Is it signed? No, not even signed. I mean, there are signatures at the bottom. I don't know if it's the person who painted it though. So. Did you have to take it on the plane back? from wherever you, your port of call was? I think we might've drove from to Florida. So okay. I think we literally just like shoved it in the van and that Still. was it. But that would have been an amazing thing to go through security. Like, hey, got this, got to put this in the overhead luggage. Yeah, <laughs> you're just trying to store it up there. Yeah, no buddy, it's, uh, it's great having you. Oh, by the way, folks, uh, you can find me on Cameo at cameo.com slash Tom Grassi. Thank you very much. Um, but are you seriously on cameo? No, I'm not. I thought oh about God. it though. I did think about it. There was, there was a second where I thought about it, but then I was like, I am totally not famous enough for that yet. So I know that's the one thing that's cool about not having an agent. Cause like, they'll put you, they'll make you do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm able to avoid it. So if you, if you ever see me on cameo, know that I've given up, like things ah, have gone very wrong. It's things are bad. So something happened. I lost a lot of money on the golf course or something. And now I've got to go on cameo. There you go. There you go, buddy. Now I'm so glad you came back on and, and it really is like a perfect bookend, right? Cause we brought you on like a couple of weeks before the regular season. You know, we, we talked about your Packers predictions, your bears predictions. We were both very wrong on the Broncos predictions. Brandon Perno yeah. let us down tremendously. F that guy. Yeah, seriously. Never if talking I to him again. If I wasn't friends with Brandon, I probably would have got the prediction right. But I feel like I gave them points. I gave them the benefit of the doubt a couple of times when I shouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. You know, it's a lot of peer pressure. You want to do right by your friends. And unfortunately, really bit us in the ass. So 
Um, fast forward now to week 17, uh, which will be the concluding week in the regular season. And you got the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Now, both in contention for the playoffs. One is obviously going to make it there. But you guys are right there too. Yeah. And I, I also want to give you a big shout out because you get a lot of crap about your predictions, like a lot of crap all over the internet. You came on this show and flat out said it was going to be the Falcons game that they pulled Trubisky and they put in Nick Foles. You legitimately said that on this podcast. So, And they would beat the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Nick Foles. There you go. And there I, you did it. I'm the only thing I would have to go back and look because I couldn't, I can't imagine me thinking that the Vikings were ever going to beat the Bears. But I go, I think the one that's really hanging me, actually, I think the two that are hanging me up is the Vikings loss and the loss to the Lions. Yeah. Those are the two things that I think that, because I had them losing to the Titans, losing to the Saints, beating the Bucks, And they should have, I mean, the Vikings game was garbage. That should have never happened. Yeah. There, there was a point where you're like, yeah, Nick Foles is kind of like, oh, okay, maybe we should go back. But, oh, he got hurt again. That's why yeah. he just got hurt. That Lions game is inexplicable. And that's the one where, because like this week could be just a fun week. Like, F it, who cares? Like we're in the playoffs. And for all that, for all the Bear fans who are so like, so angry and they all want Nagy fired. I was so happy to obviously win because I wanted them to go to the playoffs, but it's like, yeah. once they get eight wins, they're not fired. They weren't firing Nagy anyways. They're yeah. totally not firing him. You're not firing a coach who has not had a losing season yet two years removed from a coach of the year accolade and the quarterback situation still sucks. Yeah. Like if you, if like, if Ryan pace gets blown out, like, yeah, okay. Like you've never solved the quarterback issue and they've gotten some decent performances from Mitch Trubisky. He's they, it's so funny because the Mitch Trubisky people like They'll sit there. He'll throw an interception in the end zone. The like, oh, come on, guys. Like, everybody throws an interception in the end zone. You guys are overreacting. This is crap. Leave the guy alone. Whatever. You know, like, they're so defensive about that, which is fine. Be that way. It's fine. Sure. I personally, I support Mitch Trubisky. I said, I support whoever is the quarterback of the Bears. I'm not rooting against anybody. Makes sense. I want whoever is the quarterback of the Bears to go out there and win. I don't care. I really don't care. But the thing is, is like they've been playing really well over the last couple of weeks and Matt Nagy has given up play calling and everything. And then there's a jet sweep called on first and goal or something like that. And they're like, oh my God, fire this guy. Fire this clown. Like we're beating the Jags by fire this clown. <laughs> he, he ran a jet sweep. But the, I'm like, coaches make interesting decisions. I'm not even sure that Matt Nagy is still called. Like who is calling the plays? Did he give it back? And there's some guys who are like, oh, I know. I heard from a friend who swore to me. Like, shut up. Like, I don't want to hear it. But if you're going to sit there and be the person who like, ah, interception in the end zone, fine. One bad play call. Calling a jet sweep at the one should not be a fireable offense. Like, Correct. it's not, especially when you're, you're the third highest scoring team in the league over the last month. Like, what it, like, I don't know. Like, that losing streak. That losing streak came against a lot of good teams, you know, yeah. and the Bears just aren't that upper echelon team. I think I had them at nine and seven or at best 10 and six. Like they just weren't going to be that way. Like they, 
they probably need to switch an offensive coordinator or not an offense defensive coordinator. Excuse me. Yeah. They got to get it. Got to get the scheme right again. And then they also, oh, they need a couple more pieces on offense. Thankfully they're getting rid of Allen Robinson, the dummies. Like I, every, actually, if I'm rooting against anybody, I'm rooting against Darnell Mooney because the better he plays, the more they probably think that Allen Robinson is expendable. And I don't yeah. want them to think that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, Alan, I still, and David Carr, like not the name drop, but uh, David Carr finally, he backed me up on my Allen Robinson top five receiver never gets the benefit of the doubt. And I don't know. It's just bears fans amuse me. The situation amuses me. There's a lot of things going on. And thankfully we got to beat the Packers to get into the playoffs. So that's working out. Perfect. Yeah. Thankfully, you guys aren't as good as you think you are. So that's also helpful. Mm, mm, yes. Like, no disrespect. But by the way, what were what were the Titans doing? Like, I, I, I've not seen a team more fraudulent than the Titans. And I, I don't know why I expected them to go out there and play well. Like, we've seen the Titans go up against good teams. They just get rolled. Sure. And it's like, oh, like, even when, I don't know. I, it just... You have AJ Brown, like you should yes. be able to, when the team is committed to like, we're not letting Derrick Henry run. They're like, all right, let's throw it to AJ Brown. Like you couldn't, like Mitch could have done that. Yeah. But hopefully yeah. Mitch can do that. Well, I mean, I think that's what was fascinating too, is like, as the game got closer, like I was streaming the game before and I was just like, we're going to score like 45 on the Titans because their defense is atrocious. Like Awful. it is terrible. And listen, like our run defense isn't great. I think it's also overplayed how bad it is, but it isn't I think great. It's under- it's underplayed. Yeah. It's brutal. Um, <laughs> but I think the fact that, like, they won, you know, we, we did a nice job containing Henry, but, like, they just look lost. And I don't know if it was because of the snow. I don't know if it oh, was because yeah. of the cold. I, I don't – whatever. But, you know, beating the Titans, I was just like, okay, that's, that, that's pretty good. Because, again, for me, and this is removing all bias – the teams that are in the NFC right now who are going to make the playoffs, potentially even you guys too, you're really the only team that I know could go into Lambeau and not have a problem with the conditions. The team, sure, but with the conditions. But you look at a team like the Saints or the Bucks or hell, even like the Rams or if the Cardinals sneak in. Wow. Seahawks maybe, but they usually struggle in Lambeau too. I'm like, yeah, that that's looking real, real good. Yeah, what you really the, – the Titans represented a challenge – that posed itself last year for the Packers where the 49ers were able to run all over you. And that's why going into that game, I thought the Titans would have a lot of success. Like, Oh, that's very similar. But then you realize like, Oh, Kyle Shanahan might be a better coach than (laughs) Vrabel. Maybe. Um, Yeah. So you look at the teams in the NFC. If the Buccaneers probably have no chance, they have definitely no chance. Like even oh Tom Brady played in the cold shut up. I, I, I really, really hope. <laughs> I don't need to get blown out by them again. If the no, 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 you're not in the not in the not in the tundra. The Rams, I you know what what's funny about the Rams is everybody thinks that they're like this soft like West Coast team, but they're such a run-based organization with Sean McVay. Without Cam Akers, without like Malcolm Brown's out too. If they don't have their running backs and they're Daryl Henderson's out, if they have yeah. to go with Malcolm Brown, there's no chance. If they have Cam Akers and they wanted to keep it on the ground, their defense is good enough to like, yeah. okay, maybe they can slow down the Packers enough 
shorten the game. They would have a chance. Seattle, as you said, they struggle on Lambeau, but they also have that kind of thing too. Yeah. The Bears, I think, are also in that mix because they we'll see how well they can run the ball this week. Mm-hmm. Because watching the Titans not be able to run it, that was the one thing you're like, damn, because like that's what we have to do. That's what like, yeah. the Bears have to establish the run. And Montgomery's got to have a good he's had good games against them previously, or he did earlier this year. Sure. They got to be able to run against them. And if Mitch, you know, because that'll open up Mitch to do what I always hate to say, what, what Mitch does well, but he does, he can run. He's an athlete. He's yeah. he can kind of do that kind of Tannehill thing yeah. where he scores and the defense is a little better. So I'm optimistic because like everybody's just acting like it's a fait accompli. Like, ah, this is over. And I'm like, it's not, it's not going to be like that. Like I fully yeah. expect the bears to get their hearts broken. Cause you know, I'm pessimistic. Even the most optimistic bears fan is like, yeah, we've seen this movie before. <laughs> I don't expect it to be an embarrassment. I don't expect it to be a blowout or anything like that. They can, you know, they've, they can, the bears can surprise. I think of last year when they're playing the Cowboys on Sunday night football. Yes. Like that was a good game. Like that yeah. was a team, like that's a legitimate, like, Oh, the defense came to play. You know, it, it's always that, you know, you, they got to find a way, which is easier said than done to, sure. to stop Devonte Adams. And it's tough because I think Jalen could do a nice job with him deep. Like J- if Jalen's healthy and ready to go, he could do a nice, I'm not saying stop him, but I'm like, he could sure, do sure. a nice job. And Kyle Fuller does well under, wait, am I getting this reversed? Kyle, but it's like they, the combination of the two cornerbacks are fine. Yeah. They'll beat Kyle underneath and things like that. So it's always like, God, that's, that's why you got to kind of hope that Jalen develops into this Devonte, Devonte Adams type stopper. Yeah. The way that Peter Tillman was able to kind of slow down Megatron and stuff like that. So you know, there's, there's peace. There, like it can happen. Like there's enough talent and everything going around that I don't think it's going to be the blowout. The thing that I kind of, it's kind of interesting to me seeing the bears get into the playoffs still, yeah. because everybody just assumes that the, the Rams have no chance against the Cardinals. But I think that Sean McVay yeah, is no. such a, he's such a better coach than Cliff Kingsbury that even though they're nine wins and they're locked into their spot to go out there and beat cliff Kingsbury with John Wolford is just going to be something that Sean McVay is going to bottle up and sip on during the entire off season. Cause I think that, that more than anything, I'm like, the Rams are going to beat that. Like, I'm not even sweating that. Maybe that's why I'm so happy. Like, ah, whatever. Like I I I want to see a good, I want to see a good game against the Packers. Sure. But we'll see. I and again, like I'm not giving up. Like I know I'm yeah. pessimistic. I'm actually talking myself into thinking, like we got a chance. Uh, you know what? I love that for you. I'm glad that <laughs> that kind of optimism and hope resonates with you at the end of a rough year. It's a new year, you know, so you you, you start off with a lot of optimism. That's that's definitely a positive outlook. Um, I mean, you also mentioned too. I mean, like I don't even know if Kyler Murray's playing though. Like, so if Kyler Murray doesn't yeah. play too, like that's also a significant problem. Then I take the Rams all day. Oh yeah. Like so, which coach would you, which coach would you pick to win with their backup quarterback? Yeah. And, and I mean, the, we saw- like the defense alone, like you were mentioning too, like that, that could be a very, very good defense. Like, and, and I think, you know, if you have a backup quarterback in there, it's game over. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, that's, they're set up to, to win in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I know that, it just seems weird because everybody thinks Sean McVay and they think this high flying greatest show on turf type offense, but it's like, no, he's a good coach. 
He's got West Coast Trubisky as his mm. quarterback, and he's trying to figure it out. If he ever had a quarterback, like if he had, like the, the league should step in. Like honestly, like I know, like the league should step in. Like I, I feel like the 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 the, the commissioner should have these unilateral like uh, powers. Yeah. To, like make these situations where he just comes in and he's like, look, you guys share a stadium. You're going to have to share this quarterback Rams. You get Justin Herbert chargers. You get Trubisky or golf. Excuse me. Like <laughs> that. Thing. The league should. Yeah. West coast Trubisky. That's what yep. he is. I think the league should be able to step in and like in the best interest of the game. Okay. Be like yeah, Herbert should be the Rams quarterback. Like it would just make the league better. So like we've invested like a ton of money in this oh, brand yeah. new stadium. Got to listen, you know, COVID people weren't attending, got to get that revenue back up, you know? So it's just put Herbert in there. I would, I would actually, if I was Stan Kroenke, I would absolve the chargers of rent mm. and say, listen, you guys don't have to pay rent forever, but we get Justin Herbert. And knowing that the chargers probably place a priority on making money over you know, <laughs> winning, uh, they would probably take that. Like, I think that I would, I would offer that trade. Yeah. I think Les Snead should call him up right now. Be like, dude, let's make this happen. Like, let's make it happen. Like, let's just do it. Like it's, it's for everybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm about it. You, you mentioned before, speaking of quarterbacks, um, that you do have a QB problem, right? And that Trubisky <laughs> has been playing better, right? Has been playing better. Again, bar is like here. So like, it's like right there. Like it's still an improvement. There's still, yeah. there's still growth. So what the hell do you do in 2021? Like, is like, how do you even begin to proceed? Do you even glance at the draft and are like, let's see, maybe if there's somebody there, you do have Nick Foles that you're still paying a bunch of money to. What, what do you do? Yeah, that's interesting because you can still bring Mitch back on a uh, franchise tagging him. Yeah. If you want to give him one more year. And it's tough to find quarterbacks. You don't know how it's going to fall out in the draft. I know the BYU kid expected to go to the 49ers. I've seen, I've seen mock drafts where the 49ers trade up to get him. Yeah. There's uh fields. There's, there's quarterbacks out there. There's the North Dakota kid. You know, if he happened to find like the bears kind of played themselves out of the quarterback draft market yeah. by playing so well, like if they had just flamed out and were top three, but even then, like that's, the thing that's always so amusing to me is everybody being like, Oh, the bears should have tanked for a quarterback. You're like, yeah, they did it a couple of years ago. They ended up with Mitch. <laughs> Did not work out. Doesn't always work this way. I really wish they would have taken a chance on Jalen hurts. You can check out my Instagram. I was talking about that in April before the draft. I'm like, I hope the bears, I actually, I didn't like nail what they did, but I'm like, they need a corner and a tight end, which were the two draft picks that they used. And I'm like, but and my whole thing was like, but I would take Jalen hurts if he was available. And I feel like that would have solved a lot of the issues. I don't know if they want to go back into the veteran quarterback market. Like let's suppose that Sam Darnold, mm. you know, if the jets moved on from him, Gardner Minshew probably for likely to be available, you know, why not bring in both that quarterback room of, of Minshew and Foles worked out so well in Duval County. Let's bring it to Chicago. Put him right there in Schaumburg. See what happens. Yes. We, uh, there's got, yeah. So I personally, I would rather use the franchise tag on Allen Robinson. Like that yes. to me would be a little bit more important because otherwise I've already got a, I've already got a tweet in drafts ready to go to where it says like Allen Robinson has been one of my favorite players in bears history. 
any Bears fan that is upset with him leaving, taking the money to go play in Green Bay is an idiot because it's we've the Bears forced him. The Bears forced him into this position. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he would have been happy to stay in Chicago. We put him there, and I'm rooting for him. I'm gonna draft him in fantasy. My kids are still going to wear his jersey. Like, I don't <laughs> care. Like, I, I would never be upset with that. I know Matt Forte was pretty cool about not going to Green Bay. And I think Kyle Long alluded to it as well. Yeah. But if Allen Robinson wants to be, like, if they don't sign him because they're stupid and he wants to go, like, go sign with whoever you think is going to win you a ring and go give yeah. you a lot of money. I have no, that tweet is ready to go. So I will still be the Accepted number one Allen. I will still be the number one Allen Robinson fan. So I would prefer to put my my uh, resources into that and then kind of look at the quarterback market, try to draft a guy in the second round. Perhaps I think that, I mean, if you don't sign Allen Robinson, you're almost forcing yourself to sign to draft a quarterback or draft a receiver in the first round. Yeah. I would love for them to draft a, a, a tackle, you know, that would make, cause the in the, the yeah. interior line's looking pretty good. You're like, Oh yeah, this interior line's starting to shape up. You're like, okay, you can see the work in progress. So yeah. I don't know. I've kind of resigned myself to Robinson being on the Packers next year, Mitch being the quarterback and uh, you know, why, why get my hopes up anywhere else? So there's just short-term positivity going on right now. It's like, it's very, very short-term. Yeah. I don't, you know what? I still like to take it week to week. Like I don't want to get too, <laughs> too into the weeds. Like, why am I worried? Like, I don't have to make these decisions. Like it's Accurate. fun when people are like, here's what I think the bears should do in the off season. You're like, bitch, like, they still have a winnable game to get yeah. into the playoffs. Like, is there like, I know a couple years ago, the Chris Conti game, everybody still thinks about that. And there's an, there's a chance that that happens again, but think about how much fun it would be. Like if it's, we don't have to go too far in the past. Think about 2018. Yep. Khalil Mack sacked Aaron Rodgers with his back. It's like this team, like there's some good players. Like these guys they're motivated. They're having fun. They're kicking ass. Like they're scoring a lot of points. Like this last three weeks is what you kind of expected. Like, Oh, this is going to be a fun team. Sure. And everybody was like, Oh, this offensive genius, Matt Nett. You're like, I don't know. He's kind of seems like it's coming together now. And if it ends up being a, a victory, like if we beat the Packers to get into the playoffs, why are you getting excited for this? Like we'll worry about next year, next year. Sure. Like let's let Thursday Adam, but it, no, it's Wednesday. I don't know. I don't know if you stream this and people and try to play it off as live, but no, no, this, this is pre-recorded and it will come out tomorrow. <laughs> Thursday, Adam <laughs> is going to be excited about the upcoming week. And then we'll worry about it in the, in the, in the future, by the way, I hope you noticed too. I'm not, people are like, Oh, he's not wearing bears gear. I did not. I've not worn bears gear since the, the uh, lions game. And uh, in addition to Mitch Trubisky, I think that I've also been a huge part of the Bears turnaround over the last couple of weeks. So uh, props to me. Yeah, I I, I think shout outs are warranted. I, I think um, you should definitely wear some Bears merch though on Sunday, 100%. Nope. <laughs> well, here's the thing about, and this is what always kind of annoys me, is that like, oh, the we won't go far in the playoffs crowd. Like they said the same thing about the Titans last year. They went to the AFC yeah. championship game. Like th- there have been six seeds, hey, who have won the Super Bowl before. Like, and, and I've said this throughout the entire year for the Bears, that defense will keep them in games and will be a mismatch for people. All the Bears have to do 
is win four games and they're in the Super Bowl. So yeah. their defense needs to show up four times. Is, is it going to happen? And the offense plays like pretty well. It could, but yeah, it doesn't make like, I, that's why I've never liked the tanking thing. I never liked the whole, like, Oh, Stupid. let's give up it on ready. It makes no sense to me. Cause like, again, you know, even like the Jaguars were like, Oh, I'm going to get Trevor Lawrence. Like there's a possibility that he sucks. Like that. Like, and again, then, then what, then what happens? Then you just had a terrible season and it's gone. Like, you know, you, you did it for nothing. So yeah, no, I ain't about it. I ain't about it. Yeah, I, I hate that. And it's like, we've missed on picks before. Like, it's yeah. not like, it happens a lot, you know, and quarterbacks <laughs> yeah. going first overall. I think that Trevor Lawrence is more in line with guys like Andrew Luck, who you're like, this guy is going to be automatic. He's going to be and, good, yeah. But, you know, you think of some of the other quarterbacks, like Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Like, look back at that in hindsight. Johnny Manziel, even um, Sam Darnold, you know. I, although I think Sam Darnold's really good. So I'd never, I, I never above them. Why are you giving up a year? Like this, yeah. this defense, these players, like, I don't think Cleo Mack wants to give up on a year. No. And I think now when, when these guys are starting to come together, like Roquan Smith is playing really well and Danny Trevathan's played really well. And Bears fans are so. I love Smith coming out of college too. I wanted him so bad. Oh gosh. Yeah. What a great player. So I was really excited to get him. So they've, They've made some good picks. You know, they've missed. Well, Leonard Floyd's done well for the Rams, but like yeah. didn't work out in Chicago, which is fine. Let's, you know what though? I do want to make fun of the, uh, can we make fun of the Vikings for a moment? Uh, oh, because we talk about like, we're talking about like play, oh, like please. you guys are going to the, you guys are going to the playoffs. Sure. We're not going to, we're going, I think we're going. So F it. We're both going to the playoffs. Got it. Vikings fans. You talk about predictions. Vikings fans were so livid, so upset. Oh my God, we're going. You're so, your predictions are garbage every year. Like I famously missed on the 49ers. Like that yeah. happens. I even underestimated the the Packers. I had you guys winning the division last year. I had you at eight and eight this year, obviously exceeded those expectations. But listen, obviously like I'm not going to sit here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Their defense played better than I thought. I knew Aaron Rodgers was going to play really well. Like I was one of the few non-Packers fans yeah. who was on board with Aaron Rodgers this season like i i haven't taken enough of a victory lap and people are like well you're trying to jinx him i'm like no like i knew like i patrick claybon who hosts fantasy live yeah i love him but we always have this thing about like hey these guys are motivated he doesn't believe in that like how like they're human beings sure and is there a person in the nfl who is more petty than aaron Rodgers? there is not i knew you don't think i knew it was coming (laughs) no 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 i'm sorry okay I don't want to like, I know you guys don't, don't at me, but I'm, I'm saying in the same way that Michael Jordan was petty. If you spent any time watching and I took that personally, <laughs> everything like, Oh, I asked Scotty Pippen to bring me a cheese pizza. You brought it with pepperoni. I took that personal <laughs> and I broke his jaw and in, in practice. Like it's so crazy. Yeah. But this is what happens with really elite athletes. Sure. And to think that drafting Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard, Jordan Love and not drafting a wide receiver. Like you could have had Brandon Ayuk, T Higgins, somebody like that. You don't think that pisses off a quarterback? Like, obviously, like not that he was tanking before, sure. but now you've added motivation. It's like talking S to a guy playing pickup. Who's kind of like, you know, he's good. Like, don't, don't turn him into that monster. That, You're that poking switch. the bear. <laughs> Cause these guys have switches that don't exist for us. Like Correct. there's another level to them. That, that just doesn't exist. Like there's something in their DNA that has separated them from us already. Now you really 
turn it on. Like there was a, a, a major league pitcher named Brett Tomko who lived in the, where I used to live in uh, East Orange County. And so he lived in the area and he would play pickup basketball. And so he was there and, you know, and he's kind of like, he's good, you know, he's sure. good. And then some idiot, cause you know, angel fans are around would talk shit to, sorry. I didn't. You're, you're okay. You can curse okay. on the show. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden Tom goes dunking and I'm like, Hey, thanks for, thanks for bringing that out of Brett Tomko. <laughs> Appreciate you. He's doing alley-oops now. I hope you think that it's, I'm guarding him, by the way. You had to run your mouth. <laughs> Thank you for that. So I thought that Aaron Rodgers, I thought he was going to have a great season. The defense has obviously played a lot better. That's why you guys have won the division and have a great chance to go to the Super Bowl. The Vikings, I knew you were garbage. You've shown yourselves to be garbage. And I wish I hadn't muted all of you on Twitter because I'm sure you're there now apologizing to me. Oh, I'm telling sure. me that I was spot on because I the Bears were spot on. Missed the Packers a little bit. Spot on with the Lions because I had a lot of Lion fans like, I think this is the year. I'm like, shut up. You're not. Every year. Every year. You're, just not, you're not doing it. You're not doing it. The Vikings, though, that's one that I'm just, I'm just enjoying so much. And this was a thing I said on Sunday is I said that Kirk Cousins is the quarterback equivalent of getting mittens for Christmas. And apparently – People in Minnesota hate mittens because they were pissed. They're so upset. Like, this is, how dare you? Who's your quarterback? How good is Mitt? Like, listen, fool, we're not talking about Mitch. I'm talking about Kirk Cousins. He's mittens. And by the way, mittens are fine. They're, I have no problem with mittens. They're fine. They're practical. Serviceable. They keep you warm. They're yeah. serviceable. But don't ever, don't ever delude yourself into thinking that it's the greatest Christmas present no. you ever received. You're not going to sit there 12 years from now. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, let me tell you about the time I got mittens. Okay. There's a difference. You can enjoy a present sure. and like it, but go. Cool. And then finally one guy's like, oh, so what was Drew Brees on Sunday? What was he? And I said, well, I don't know. Like he was like re-gifting a vintage members only jacket from the eighties that was worn by a smoker who also doused himself in aqua velva. So like that, that that's how Drew Brees is. Again, yeah. not bad. There's some sentimental value. You're like, sure. this was this was something back in the day. But it's it's kind of garbage now. It's been used. It's been uh it's, it's been, been it's been worn in quite some quite a bit. Can I say something else about the Saints? Oh, yes, and real quick too. Also, they also spent $84 million on those mittens. I want to make that very clear too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, they, I, I just want to make sure that that was like, it, it's not just like, oh man, like we got mittens. It's like, no, like your grandma literally like sold her condo so you could get those mittens. And actually people left, like your grandfather divorced her. They've been married 80 years and they just left. There was an exodus because they bought you those $84 million mittens. So I just wanted, how do you like that now? Like She's like got- she went shopping at one of those high-end shops like yeah. owned by Kanye, who's selling the $84 million mittens. Yeah. You're like, you couldn't have just picked that up at Kohl's? Like, <laughs> no. Had to go. Kohl's cash. Kohl's cash. I swear to God. I and whenever I see Kohl's cash in the house, I rip that shit up <laughs> immediately. Do not go back there. No. Like every time, like I will screw over. Let me use the Kohl's cash because I'll screw it over. I'll sit there with a calculator <laughs> and I'll like be like, okay, this is perfect. This is perfect. Because I know that if you don't exceed that, like if you have $10, as long as you don't spend 11, yeah, they won't charge you. But I always have change on me because like every once in a while, 
one of them would be like, oh, that's 84 cents. Like, here, bitch. Like, go. Like, I got you. <laughs> Bam. I'm out of the store for a dollar. I will it. find the item because I will not play the game. Like, oh, do you have your third? No, no 30%. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Full price is bad boy. Yep. That's it. That's all I want. My point being, I rip up <laughs> cold cash. But yeah, I agree with you. That was a good, that was a good tag. I like that. I try, I try to enhance, but please, yes. Let, let's By the way, like that's always a thing, like on Twitter, a lot of the time, like, or anything like that was a great tag. Like I would, I would use that. Like I'm going to end up using that later on. If I ever use that mittens analogy, I'm now stealing that you paid 84 million for it. Like that's a good tag. The, um, Oh, hold on. I gotta off- be careful about stealing. Sorry. Good. Oh, geez. <laughs> Don't want to. <laughs> that's, that's a little inside baseball right there. <laughs> But too, too often, people have to tag your jokes on Twitter, and that's for the worst. Like, nope, hundred percent didn't need that tag. It's Don't people need without that. humor trying to be humorous and just being just like, "Well, I'm going to add this to it," and I'm just like, "Can I?" T- uh, and it's yeah, I always have to be careful too because you're like, "Ah, uh, okay," because like people who are not funny, like I got a tag for you. Like a couple of times, people have given me great tags that I still I use to this day, all the and time. I love it. Can I tell you that one time somebody, one of my friends gave me, uh, he's like, oh, you're like, you're homeless thing. You'd be funny if you said this. And I'm like, oh shit, that is funny. So I did it at an open mic and this guy comes up to me. He goes, hey, he's like, hey, great job. You know, he's like, hey, do you know, like that one thing that you said? He's like, I'm pretty sure that's a Norm McDonald joke. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, I either, my friend is a genius. Yeah. Like he, who's like knew that this was going to embarrass me and set me up or he's just <laughs> a dummy. So I go up and I'm like, Hey Greg. Yeah. Thanks for that. That tag. Uh, by the way, where did you think of that? It's like, Oh, it's a Norm McDonald joke. And I'm like, Hey asshole. Like I can't use somebody else's that's, jokes. That's like, literally goes, like one thing you can't do. <laughs> he's like, why not? I'm like, I'm not like a cover band sitting here going out and being like, Hey guys, who wants to hear some Carlin? Yeah. (laughs) So she told me to get on the plane. I said, fuck (laughs) you. I'm going to get in the plane. Like you don't do that. That's exactly what you don't do. Yes. hundred percent. Oh my God. It's just so like, so silly. Like, I don't know how you thought this worked, but that is, is (laughs) this is not it. That, that, that's, that's not the way that it works. Yeah. No, that's not uh, the way. So you were saying the saints, um, Oh, if, they, if they wanted to have any chance of beating the Packers in the playoffs, and they probably don't, if they if they start Drew Brees in Lambeau, you might as well just say you're losing. The only the only one that gives them a chance would be putting Taysom Hill out there. Like that would be enough of a thing. That would that would be Colin Kaepernick like when he used to run through the Packers during the playoffs. Like <sighs> would give them that kind of edge. Yeah. To the point, like I remember when we when we first brought in Mitch. And I'm like, God, I go, they should pull Kaepernick out. Like I, I've, I've always wanted Kaepernick to be when, once he was let go by the 49ers. Yeah. I always wanted him to be the bears quarterback. Cause I'm like, did you guys not watch the playoff games? Like, yeah. did you guys turn off the TV them. in January? Yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And you know, like Mitch's game is kind of similar, like mobile guys who can hold on and run. I got Collins, obviously a better runner, but it's like, God, could you imagine like in those, games where mitch went out and like here comes kaepernick running over people yeah son of a b <laughs> but 
Yeah, so that that would be the only way. But I think the Saints would end up doing the dumb thing. They, I don't know. They probably like start Winston or something. But like if they don't, if they go with Drew Brees in the playoffs outdoors, they're the dumb. Yeah, they, I don't. It. I don't think it's gonna go well. And that's that's like why, like last year, like we the Packers overachieved. I think we talked about this last time. Like Packers definitely overachieved. And like, we won some like really, really close games. And like, you know, it was like, ah, they didn't really look so good. I mean, a win's a win, but you know, we go into the playoffs, you know, we beat Seattle who was also banged up and we beat Seattle and like going into Santa Clara, I was like, we're probably like, I don't like outwardly say this or or root against my team, but I'm like, yeah, we're probably gonna like lose this game. Like it's going to be very difficult for the Green Bay Packers to win. Yeah. And we got blown out literally as soon as like the whistle blew and we didn't go for it on fourth down at like midfield. Like, and I was just like, okay. And that, that game's like done this year, you know, Rogers has never had an NFC championship game at home. And the, again, the, just the, the opponents and the level of opponents that are there in the NFC, who I would argue are, are, are pretty weak, you know, in terms of compared to like, the they, they've never been the number one seed. Not with Rogers. No. The Rogers has never been a number one seed. Nope. That's crazy. Yeah, because they won the Super Bowl at six. Yeah, yeah. I, I and then remember. well, I'm sorry, they were the number. I'm excuse me, they were the number one seed in 2011, but they lost in the divisional round, so they never hosted a championship game. Because ah, uh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So and then in 2014, they were two, and that's when they had to go to Seattle for the championship game, and you know, that's oh, yeah. that that went how that went. So what was the year the Giants beat them? That was 11, right? Yeah, that was 2011, and then 07 with Favre. Yes. Yeah. So Rogers has had, like, they've won the number one seed, but they've never hosted a championship game because they either get bounced before that happens or, you know, I think they only got the one seed once if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, no, that's, and it's, it's a game changer. I mean, especially this year where there's a lack of fans and everything like that, you know, there's so many dome teams or warm weather teams. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I'm not going to like sit here and pretend like, oh, well, like the Packers, if they, if they do this, like they're going to be able to beat the Chiefs. So they're going to be able to do this, that, and the other thing. Cause the AFC is tough this year. Like the AFC, they got some ballers in there. They're going to have a, they're going to have a 10 win team that doesn't make the playoffs. Correct. And yet the five win Cowboys are going to be hosting a playoff game in the NFC. Yes, that is accurate. Uh, That's a hundred percent accurate against Tom Brady. By the way, how funny would it be if the Cowboys beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? I would die laughing. That would be good. I would would enjoy that. I would die. So, well, Mr. Adam rank, I got one final question for you. It's been a pleasure as always. Um, this Sunday likelihood of the bears coming away with the W. Let me say this. I'm with you. Like sometimes I can recognize when my team is not going to be able to match up and play well. And like, you, you just, you know, you know, I really do believe that the bears have an opportunity here. Again, I go back to the game I was talking about from last year, the Sunday night game when the Cowboys came to Soldier Field, the Bears Great game wore those... for Mitch too. I remember watching that game. It was like, damn. Yeah, the Bears, the Bears, you know, they wore those cool throwbacks, you know, the 100 day anniversary team. I really do believe the Bears have a chance to win, but unfortunately, it comes down to Mitch. And it, it yeah. comes, I, I really do believe that the Packers are going to do the same thing that they did to the Titans. They're going to load the box, they're not going to let David Montgomery beat them. It's going to put the onus on Mitch to get outside of the pocket, do a number of different things. I think it's possible. I'm not saying it's probable. Yeah. I think it's possible. I think the defense is going to rise to the occasion. I mean, you're not, you're not going to shut that. You're not going to shut out Aaron Rodgers. but I have enough confidence offensively this year 
to get, or this past couple of weeks to yeah. get them to that point to where they can pull out the victory. So I, okay, I'm not counting on it, but I think I, I would tell you if I thought that they had no chance. Yeah. I think, like, I, I think a lot of people would think it's a blowout. I don't think it's be a blowout at all. I, I don't get that. I don't think it's too good. Like the defense I'd be shocked. is too good for it to be a blowout. And it's a divisional game, which obviously can go either way. Like they, they usually are not blowouts. And the, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I mean, and I don't think anything in terms of like all oh, momentum and all that stuff, like the bears have everything to play for. Cause like, again, yeah. you know, you can't rely on the Cardinals to, to lose. No, 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 no. That's going to factor into play. I just think that, you know, they, they found a little bit of a groove. They yeah. found what Mitch does. Well, Jimmy Graham's been playing excellent. And so what he has and, for you, you know, you got Bob Tunyon, which by the way, I yeah. still find to Big be Bob kind Tunyon. of a, I feel like it's kind of a reverse. Like I, I was joking around the, the last time the Packers, when the Packers did beat the bears excessively is I had Bob Tunyon. I said, you don't think that Aaron Rodgers is still pissed at Jimmy, Jimmy Graham. He's going to throw, he's going to throw at least two touchdowns to Bob Tunyon. And people are like, Oh, you're joking. I'm like, I'm not joking. He's an and eight man. <laughs> he's did you not watch the bachelorette? Like, listen, <laughs> there's something about him. Although he was really nice. to I always feel bad because he was really nice to me. I've heard him not be nice to other people, but he was really nice to me. So I always feel bad sometimes. I'm like, oh man, I hate, because he was, he was almost delightful with me. Even pre- like wearing Bears gear and doing stuff. Like he played along. That's a shame. Was, he, he definitely should have been a complete asshole to you. I think he wanted, I, I mean, he was, but it was, <laughs> but it was, a, but it was in a fun way. It was like, endearing. I, I was, was they're like, like, yeah. Cause people are like, why were you like, this guy's obnoxious to him. You're like, yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, literally. And he, asked, and, he, and, he, and he bought in and he went with it like that. Like this makes Rogers look good. I'm like, exactly. Like, exactly. He took it and the way he was you know how the game it. works, my friends. Yeah. That's it. Buddy, it's, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate you hopping on. Uh, it's, it's, it's always a great time. Uh, tell the people, I, I, I appreciate you dealing with uh, this. Yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah. I am. Um, no, no, it's good. Listen, it gives it, this shows how this, this is real. This sure. is a, uh, this is a, you know, that's a real hutch China cabinet. Can we say, what do you, what do you call it? You call it China cabinet hutch? I, I Growing up, I think it was China cabinet. I think, yeah. I don't know the terminology. That, it's such that, a Midwest thing. Cause my mom was so yeah. proud of her China cabinet. Like, yes. Love that thing yes. so much. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a Midwest staple. Although I know you're I mean, this is New York, but yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I get confused. Cause you're a Packers guy. Like you and Aaron are both. Nagler are both New Yorkers now, and it's like, oh god, it always. I've, well, I'm in California. What a, like, look at me, look at me admonishing <laughs> like, oh, you. East Coast you guys, you guys aren't playing up to the gimmick. Like, oh crap, yeah, that's right. I'm in Huntington. My bad, no, my bad, my bad. I'm not in Huntington. By the way, I'm not in Huntington Beach. My accent. Did not do not think I live in that town that is run by a UFC guy. No, no. In any event, um, hit me up on Twitter at Adam Rank. All my shows are done now, so. You're going to set me up on Twitter. Yeah, Actually, what Instagram. Do, what do you do now? You know what? I write. I continue to write and do some stuff and uh, do some stuff for the network. More of the like, oh, the everyman kind of guy. Like whenever Kyle Brandt refuses to do something, they're like, Frank will do it. And then here I, I show up like, hey, guys, you want me in a cheerleading costume? I'm in. Done. So Listen, do what you got to do. That's it, baby. Buddy. Always appreciate you. Everyone can find me at TomGrassyComedy.com and all the odd Tom Grassy comedy stuff. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always.
Go Pack Go. <laughs> no.